What's up, guys? Welcome in. Welcome in to the uh, Chaos Fantasy Football League podcast. I'm your host. Uh, I'm Eric Schrock. I'm here with Reverend Rop. What's up, losers? And I'm here with Auto Show Matthew Auto. Hey, guys. Welcome to the Auto Zone. I I coined that earlier, Oof. right before. Uh, not the first. So, oh, I'm not. There was others. Dang it. All right. Hey, uh, so I'm going to kick this, kick us off uh, here with a quick commish, a couple quick commish announcements. Uh, we're going to jump right into those before we go into league standings. Uh, Reverend Rob, can you hit us with a couple things that you just wanted to share with the whole league before we get going uh, and get into the meat of the podcast? Um, guys, I had a few people, actually, I had one person ask me for sure. Um, they asked me if how the draft was going to be, the draft order, if it was uh, linear or um, snake draft. It is linear. I had discussed that earlier on in the year. Um, so just so everyone is on the same page, uh, the draft is uh, linear, which means that the, the the loser of the league would pick first at the beginning of every round. So, so actually, let's uh, let's talk about that just a second too. Uh, it's not the just the last place finisher, right? We are. I think we've talked about this before. Yeah, but we're doing a lottery, and basically, is that correct? Yeah, we're doing a lottery. Yep. Yeah, we're doing a lottery, and so basically, whoever picks at the first spot in the first round also picks at the first spot in the second round, also picks at the first spot in the third round, and so on. It doesn't snake back and forth. Correct. Correct. And how we're gonna do that is, um, so like whoever is last in the league would have. Uh, their name in the hat four times. Whoever's second to last in the league would have their name in a hat three times. Whoever's third to the last would have their name in the last in in the in the hat two times. Along with the fourth fourth to last team would have it in once, and it's split up into four tiers or three tiers of four. So, um, like one through four, uh, five through seven, or five through eight. Turns out I can't count. Um, then nine through twelve. So, yeah, that's what I got. So it's going to be a lottery for each one of those for, for each, tiers. For each one of those tiers the same way. So like uh, five, six, and seven. So fifth place would have one name in the in the hat. And, you know, the odds would be – or four names in the hat. Sorry. Um, so the odds would be in his favor to have that fifth spot. All right. Sweet. Is that the only announcement you had for us today? Anything else you want to – um speak about that is it i believe so if i'm forgetting something holler at me but yeah that's all i have awesome all right we are going to hit uh quickly the uh league standings really quickly um in first place we now have the real rg uh there's two guys at the top six and two teams uh the real rg and then big grass man then in third place and fourth place with five and three records um respectively, are Sir Toby the OG and Saucy Nugs. One, two, three, four, five, four and four teams. Uh, they are in order, Auto Show, Manspreaders 2.0, Chaos, Nimrod, and Rob's Army. And then Old Man in the, on the Moon is in 10th place. Craig Foos, uh, who will be joining us later today, is in 11th place. And Killer18 Miller uh, rounds out the league in 12th place. With a one and seven record, um, so yeah, there there are your um, 
your league standings. And uh, all right, we're just going to keep right on rolling here. Uh, can we go right into the Grasshole Player of the Week? Matt, would you want to start off with your Grasshole Player of the Week? Yeah, so uh, my player this week is Tevin Coleman. Um, I actually had played him in a different league, and so I feel your pain, um, but he came off the IR. I mean, it looked like it was going to be his day for the 49ers. I mean, they're banged up with Jeff Wilson out and uh, Mostert out, so it looked like Coleman was going to have all the work he could have, and he looked good for like four or five carries um, (laughs) until he got hurt again, went back on the IR, and Honestly, um, man spreaders played him and he only got like two points and he had a couple guys on the bench that uh, would have won him the week. And I mean, I know he went for the probably the boom play just like I did in my other league. Um, and you were disappointed. Luckily, I didn't lose because of it. But I think man spreaders could have got a win and could have would be five and three, I think. Is, is uh, Coleman out for the year? I don't know. Okay, he's just on the IR. He went yeah, back. They went back that. on okay. the IR, so I don't know. Reverend, can you please hit us with your Grasshole Player of the Week? Man, quite honestly, McMoon's running backs are my Grasshole Play of the Week. Uh, in the midst of a late or uh, mid-season playoff push, uh, him facing teams and not getting quite so lucky. Uh, as he has, what, the third most points sitting in 10th place. I felt like he needed to win this week. I think he can still make a playoff push, but I felt like his running backs kind of let him down. Um, he was facing the league's worst team in Craig Foose, and his running backs choke, combining for a total of 13.4 points. I think I think you can do better out of your two studs and Jonathan T- Taylor and, and Zeke um, moving forward. Taylor got hurt as well, didn't he? I think they uh, said he came out with an l- ankle. They went they went with a hot-hand approach. Uh so, but today they came out and said he has a mild ankle okay. contusion. I see. All right. Uh, so my grasshole player of the week um, is Deontay Johnson, um, and so he's he's kind of been on and off all all year with injuries, been in a, in and out of the um, in and out of games, and the but there's been a couple weeks um, where he gets some really really high value targets from Big Ben. Uh, he, he's the deep threat a lot of times. So, uh, he gets some really high value. There's a couple of weeks where he scored over 20 points. And, um, so yeah, that's happened a couple of times this, this year, but not this week. Uh, he was able to stay on the field. He played 76% of snaps, but he did not produce for, for Mr. Sir Toby, the OG. Um, I'm sure the way he was hoping to, uh, and it just seems like it's, uh, uh, you can never predict with that with that Pittsburgh offense whether they're going to be uh, targeting Claypool or whether they're going to be car- targeting Juju or whether they're going to be targeting Deontay. It's a good offense, um, but just not sure who to play. Yeah, it's a great offense. It's just you don't know what you're getting week to week, and it's kind of it's kind of rough. And I guess that's what you what you get when you play one of them, huh? Yeah, that's right. Uh, so thank you to Troyer Lawn Care for sponsoring that segment. Uh, thank you guys for giving us your grasshole player of the weeks. 
All right, we're going to do something a little bit different here. Um, we're going to, each of us are going to give our actual NFL Super Bowl picks. Uh, we thought this would be fun to throw this in. We're, we're kind of right at the mid midweek, or sorry, mid-season point in the NFL season. Um, and so we just wanted uh, to each give an opinion on, on what we thought the Super Bowl was going to look like and who's going to come out on top. Um, I'll start it off. Uh, I have Pittsburgh winning the Super Bowl. Uh, which which really hurts my heart uh, to say, but um, they've looked they they've looked really 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 good, um, and I'm, I have them winning over Green Bay. Uh, I think Pittsburgh's defense is going to carry them there, and I think they have as, enough weapons on offense um, to get them there as well. So Pittsburgh over Green Bay is my pick, Reverend. My pick for the Super Bowl is. Man, I'm a guy that likes to choose uh, kind of like a, a sleeper uh, pick to win to win the Super Bowl. Um, yeah, I thought it was really interesting. Uh, we each have two different teams, so there's we, you've got six teams right here that that we all are, are have in the playoffs. I'm, I was just surprised we didn't have one overlapping team. I, I honestly, quite honestly, I almost went with the Steelers, uh, but I think the Bucks adding Antonio Brown um, to the mix of their receivers. Just so everybody knows. Reagan's the biggest Antonio Brown fan. No, 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 no. And you got Mike Evans. Have you got a man crush? You got. <laughs> he follows him on Snapchat. No, I don't. Do you no, see I that? used to. I used do you see to. That, do you see that shirtless picture that the Bucks posted and you just, you just wanted. No, uh, you just no, wanted no, 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 no. That's not exactly how that went at all. Okay. I don't even know what picture you're talking about. But anyways, I think right. Tampa Bay with the addition of Antonio Brown and I just, I just think that receiving core is so deadly that I think they're going to get to the Super Bowl. But I think, um, you know, the old noodle. Uh, the old limb noodle. Noodley arm, yes. And, and Tom Brady is not going to get it done against the Buffalo Bills. As I think uh, we've seen last year, uh, Josh Allen giving it his all in the playoffs um, with just abusing his body throughout the playoff push. I think that's what he's going to do again. And I think he's going to regroup and, and get his mojo back at the end of the season here. Yeah, I can see that. It's, it's not a bad pick. Uh, I I don't really want to see Tom Brady win the Super Bowl, but it's all right. I mean, the Super Bowl is in Tampa, so Brady playing mm-hmm. in the Super Bowl at home would be kind of interesting. I don't think any team's ever done it. So Also, uh, not to go off subject here, but man, that last play the other night, was it a pass interference or was it not against no. the Giants? No. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know, bro. I'm not going to lie. I didn't see it. Sorry. For fantasy vet thing, I'm glad it, they didn't make he, it. He did, he did hit him first. He did. So, I, yeah. Sorry, I can't really speak into it because I didn't watch the game. Okay. Well, I was busy. I was at a meeting. I'm a real fantasy football analyst, so. <laughs> oh. I'm just a host. Oh. <laughs> Yikes. Um, all right, so I'm moving on here. My pick, some people could say is boring, and but it's the Chiefs versus the Seahawks, the two best teams in the NFL, in my opinion. Yeah, I know the Steelers are undefeated, but I just think the Chiefs and the Seahawks right now are playing on a level offensively. Um, that is on that is above everything else. Um, I know the Steelers defense is good. Um, but I, I'm picking the Chiefs to repeat. I think the Chiefs defense is good enough. 
uh, to win another Super Bowl. And yeah, that's fine. You can think that. Boring. It is. But we'll see. I ain't like Reagan where I sometimes but go out on a limb. Right. But. Matt does not go out on a limb. He likes to play it safe. That's probably why I'm still single. Not going to lie. No, nah, I'm just kidding. That ain't the reason. <laughs> do we want to have, have this discussion? <laughs> we're going to have this discussion on the podcast right now. <laughs> Not really, but I'm sitting here with two single guys. We could, here we are. We could jump in. Uh, awesome. Well, there's our there's our uh, Super Bowl picks. Uh, feel free. It'd be sweet to hear what you guys think um, about the Super Bowl picks as well. Jump on the chat. Let's talk about Super Bowl picks. What you guys are thinking? Um, but yeah, that was fun. I'm glad. I'm glad we did that. That was that was a blast. Uh, let's let's go over now to the starts of the week. I'm gonna start off with the right in, um, as per usual. Is that so? I always get mixed up with that phrase. Is that how the as per usual? Is that how that phrase goes? Yeah, I believe so. Uh, so as per usual, we're gonna start with the right in. I'll just go with it. And, well, and I'll well, be what else would you say? Per usual as. <laughs> there goes Reagan again with this. <laughs> Freaking vulgar! Every single podcast episode, he just has to make so that I like. I'm tempted whenever I whenever I post these, I've got to put like explicit content, just because of our. And it doesn't make any sense because he's nicknamed the Reverend, so you'd think he would have some self control, but no. But no. Uh, anyhow, Sir Toby, uh, the OG, writes in with the QB start of the week. He says, "My QB start of the week." is Justin Herbert. This man has been everything the Chargers needed in a quarterback, and I think he continues to stay hot against the mediocre Raiders. Uh, and he has a little shout-out in here to H. Ruggs and says, sorry, man. Um, anyway, I think the game will be competitive enough that he will have to throw a lot, and I think he continues to connect on deep balls and find that end zone. Thank you, Mr. Sir Toby, the OG, for writing in Justin Herbert as your QB start of the week. And Matthew Audio, can you hit us with your start of the week? Yeah, so my start of the week at the running back position is James Robinson um, versus Houston. Houston has given up the most points to the running back position this year, averaging 25-plus points a game. And I know Minshew is out, and they've got Luton in at quarterback. Um, oh, my gosh. I was watching some highlights today. Dude, that man looks like like uh, he's going to look like a – Sixth grader playing in the NFL, man. Yeah, it's uh, it could be interesting. And the same thing in Dallas if they bring in Cooper Rush um, off the practice squad. Oh, I wasn't watching that. Um, yeah, it could be. They, sh- they should bring in Garrett Gilbert. They should remember him. Yeah, that, they, they signed him from the Browns uh, practice squad. Yeah, he was the backup, but they said anyway. Um, it'd be cool if them two teams were playing each other. But um, <laughs> I th- I look for the Jaguars to lean heavily on Robinson. I mean. He's a rookie, but I think he can handle it. And some people might say, well, they're playing Houston. Um, They've played Houston already. Robinson played them and only had 10 points. And I get that. And I also think that Houston might know how to stop him just because of that. But when you look at him and you look at his game log, I mean, he's number five running back on the year in our league. Um, He has no competition for touches. And he's got six touchdowns on the year, which seems like not that many, but the biggest thing that I'm looking at is the last like four games, his reception total is six. No, uh, sorry. Yeah, it is six, four, four, and three. And he's been targeted six, seven, seven, nine times. So he's been t- like, he's getting a lot of targets in the passing game. 
And so I think not only is he going to be a vital to the running game, obviously, this week, but I think with Luton and the way he looks, they're going to be dumping the ball off a lot to Robinson. I think he'll have a good game. Absolutely. I agree with that. Reagan, uh, wide receiver start of the week. Uh, my wide receiver start of the week is a guy I feel that is underrated and underappreciated. Uh, he is going up against a Seattle defense. That Wait, is- I'm your start of the week? <laughs> <laughs> Psych, that's the wrong person. Uh, <laughs> he's going up against the Seattle defense that is giving up the most points to the receiver wide receiver position. Uh, wide receivers going up against Seattle are averaging 21 receptions and yes you heard that right 21 receptions yes wow um and that's that's for a team right yeah okay that's for a team what do you think i don't know (laughs) so you're telling me that dk metcalf and tyler lockett could each have like 11 receptions a piece yeah and 269.3 yards a game that's what they're giving up to to the wide receivers um as well as 34.7 points uh wait i just realized a huge mistake i i just made what yeah we just i just kind of let it slide he was talking about against yeah. the Seahawks. So I was I was talking about in practice, you know. Like oh, okay. If, if they're okay. playing in pra- if they're scrimmaging in practice, then DK, you know, sorry about that, guys. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're right. Also, you're right. can I ask you a question? Right. Do you have a name for this guy, or are you just uh, gonna start throwing out well, stats? Well, that's what that's where I'm at right now. Diggs is targeted just under ten times a game and averaging eighty-seven yards a game. Trust me, Josh Allen loves himself some. Uh, loves himself the deep ball, and he loves himself some Stefan Diggs. I look for Diggs to have a monster game against the Seattle Seahawks. Also, on a secondary note, man crush number two for the Reverend is one Stefan Diggs, if you haven't realized. I've, I feel like those need to be flip-flopped. I think Stefan Diggs is man crush number one. Antonio Brown is man crush number Antonio two. Antonio Brown is not a man crush. I mm. 100% not a man cr- crush. Mm. Didn't you draft him in this league? Why yeah. would you not draft him? But all right, moving on. Uh, anyway, <laughs> I'll fight <laughs> you about this. I will fight you. Let's go. Uh, UFC t- tight end. Tight end. Start of the week um, is Noah Fant. Uh, he's going up against the Falcons. They're literally averaging. They they're liver, literally averaging giving up a tight a touchdown to the tight end position every week. They've played eight games. They've given up eight touchdowns. Uh, so also last week oh, Noah yeah. Fant led the team in in receptions. And so I am calling for a top five finish this week uh, from Noah Fant, and he's going to catch a touchdown. He's going to have probably seven eight targets, and he's going to be a great start. One question. Go ahead. Do the other tight ends in that on that team concern you? Because they've got like four. They do not. All right. Fair enough. I mean, I like Noah Fant as well. I mean, he's disappointed a couple weeks, but yeah. Yeah. He, he comes. Well, the first thing about Noah Fant is he comes from a great program, I think, in Iowa. And, uh, you know, Iowa produces them tight ends. You know what I'm saying? Look at them. George Kittles, them. TJ Hawkinson's, them. No offense of the world. That's right. Tight ends and linemen. That's right. Eck, why are you? You're an. You're kind of an Iowa fan. Your wife's from Iowa. I mean, why are you farting all over my stuff? I mean, I'm not. You that lived in kind Iowa. Of, 
Yes, I did live in Iowa, but not that kind of Iowa. I did have You're wearing a you're wearing a sweatshirt of a company that's in Iowa. Did you know that I had season tickets to Iowa football? Yeah, I did know that. I I also heard something really funny this week about Iowa football. It came <laughs> It came from a fan of uh a a or SEC team, but AC, no, ACC team. Sorry, I got that wrong. But he said, the only reason I like your team is because they turn and wave to the children at the hospital. <laughs> that's actually that's actually like a, a pretty legit thing that they do. Yeah, no, it's really, cool. it, that's really uh, cool. But I just thought funny. it was funny coming from a Clemson fan saying that. Yeah. Clemson, um, Clemson fans are the worst. Uh, Sir Toby, <coughs> big grass man. <laughs> big grass man. <coughs> and uh, Sorry, the OG. Okay. Or the RG. All right. We've got one more. We've got one more. Um, Segment here before we get into the McMoon Spotlight of the Week. Uh, so hit us with your exciting matchups. Can you start us off, Mr. Reverend Rob? Okay, mine is Craig Foose versus the Man Spreaders. I feel like Craig Foose uh, has to win this week in order to make a late playoff push. Are either of his uh, two, two studs back, McCaffrey or Mike Thomas, Michael Thomas? I'm hoping they are. Thomas, but I'm honestly not sure. Thomas should be back, I think. And I heard that CMC was going to be back as well. Yeah, that's, that's so, what I heard as well. So, yeah, that's, that's a good pick. Uh, Matt, who's your uh, exciting matchup of the week? Uh, mine is Old Man on the Moon versus Rob's Army, just kind of like what Reagan said. I think this is a big game for both of them um, playoff-wise. I think McMoon, like you, we said, he's got the most points um, or almost the most points, and I think it'll go a long way if he gets this win. But also, if Rop's Army comes in and takes over Atrugs' team and somehow makes a playoff with all those old guys, that's awesome. So I think it'll be a good matchup. Sweet. All right. And now we're going to uh, do pull the old switcheroo, and we're going to say see you later, Auto Show. Peace. And we're going to welcome Mr. Craig Foos, Technicus <laughs> of Pigskin. All right, so this week we get to have Mr. Craig Foose on uh, the podcast, so welcome. Welcome, Craig Foose. It's good to be here. Good to be here. Rev Rob, uh, any words for our, our guest this week? Uh, not really. Is it really good for him to be here, though? That's my question. <laughs> yeah. Why would it not? I don't know. Look at him. I thought okay. about bringing in the line, what's up, losers? But you can't you can bring that from the loser, right? <laughs> <laughs> That's true. What, what place? Yeah, I was just getting ready to say what place was he in. But he already covered that. <laughs> All right. So let's, let's jump into the questions. We're going to try to get to know uh, Craig a little bit here. Uh, Reagan, kick us off. Uh, with the first non-football question for Craig. Okay, what it, what next is on your bucket list? That's what Ooh, that's a good one. Um, bucket list, I love bucket list questions. Um, the very generic one would definitely be go skydiving. Haven't done that yet. That would definitely be up there on the list. Um, some other things that I'm working on currently. Um, recently, I sat down and just kind of made a bucket list, and uh, it turned out pretty long. I love to think ahead and things that I want to do in the in the future. So currently, I'm just working on a few like um, algebra classes and uh, PowerPoint classes and just a few miscellaneous stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, just because I feel like I kind of need it a little bit and um, I just always want to keep learning and, and stuff like that. So, uh, but probably the thing, the most exciting thing would definitely be um, 
para- parachute, um, or skydive. Skydive. Okay. Yeah, skydive. And you say a lot of that because you are a teacher and you want to keep learning. Yeah, 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 okay. absolutely. And that's absolutely. actually, uh, that's actually a good segue because the next question I was going to ask is just to talk about what you're doing mm-hmm. for work right mm-hmm. now. Uh, so yeah, what do you do for work? Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, earlier this, this year in August, I moved, I'm, so I'm from Lancaster, PA, uh, taught some part-time, uh, last year at a high school, uh, that was just some shop classes and stuff. Uh, but this year I moved out to Martinsburg, Ohio, which is about an hour south of Holmes County here. Um, and I am teaching fifth and sixth grade there, uh, really enjoying my time. Um, definitely been kind of a learning process. Uh, it's a whole different curriculum than I'm used to, um, but it's it's awesome. I love it. Uh, child education or elementary education has always been something that I've really um, been interested in and just spending a lot of time with the children and stuff. It's, it's something that I, I love to do and I try to make learning as fun as I can uh, just because I think it's pretty important that you make learning fun otherwise the children will probably grow up and just have no interest at all Uh, but if you can make it fun uh, it certainly brings a whole another element into it so I try to do some miscellaneous stuff try to get them outside of the classroom and stuff like that trust me as a little kid you'd have never made learning fun for me so (laughs) yeah that's why I am who I am today <laughs> yeah. Reagan, you got another uh let's see, we're, we're gonna do four of each again like normal. So the third non fantasy football question. Uh what is something that like people don't know about you that mm-hmm. they should know about you or like that you want them to know about you? All right. Um hmm, that's a good question. Something uh that I want them to know about. Um so, uh, this is just kind of a, a random thing that happened a long time ago. It's nothing like I um, became famous or anything like that. But um, when I was young, I, I'm going to say I was probably 10 or 11 or so, um, there was some uh, reality show that came in and they interviewed our family and they put out a, a reality show on our family. Um, so that was interesting. It didn't air in United States, uh, but it aired overseas some places. Um, so you can, I think you can actually pull that up online still. <laughs> What's it's it called? Pretty, uh, it's called Amish in the... Amish in the USA, I think it is. <laughs> so, so you're Amish. Nice. I'm Amish. No, I'm not Amish. I'm not Amish. But I guess to some people, it probably appears like it. <laughs> <laughs> um, my name is Amish. Stoltzfus is a very Amish name, but um, it would be. I mean, a couple generations ago, we would have been Amish. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. Is that something that that people would find interesting? Maybe, kind of. Mm-hmm. Um, there's nothing else that really comes to the top of my mind I'm gonna have to look that up (laughs) it's pretty embarrassing (laughs) (laughs) Um, yeah so talk to us um, a little bit about uh Actually, I was going to ask a question, but it's a fantasy football relevant question, so I'm going to save it. Okay. Uh, but what do you believe is the greatest, your greatest accomplishment uh, so far in life? And maybe I guess it, it could be being on a real, reality TV show. But yeah, well, uh, I w- maybe skip that. And yeah. what, what's your what's your greatest greatest accomplishment in life? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I wouldn't really uh, consider that reality show because it's not really anything I did. <laughs> um, greatest thing I did in life. Um, hmm. All right, well, 
so even with just the whole move out to Martinsburg here uh, with teaching them, um, I've really been finding a lot of a lot of purpose in life uh, through that and just just pouring my heart and soul into the kids. Um, it's it's one of those those jobs that in case you ever wondered if I'm ever really slow to respond to messages or anything like that, it's probably because I'm at school and most days I spend about uh, from about six to seven there. Uh, so it's about 13, 14 hour days, just about every day. Uh, just really taking a lot of time. And I'm sure uh, some of that has to be with just being a first year teacher. It's obviously going to take a lot longer. Uh, but I think that's been one of the, the bigger accomplishments, uh, accomplishments of my life is just... Um, yeah, just pouring my heart and soul into the kids and just trying to do the best that I can and relating with them and doing stuff with them, uh, sometimes evenings and stuff like that. It's it's definitely been one of those things that um, I love to do and I feel like it's been an accomplishment. Yeah, I so. definitely I definitely uh, just want to thank you for teaching. I feel like our teachers don't get paid a lot, especially yeah. in the Christian schools and they spend a lot of time with the kids mm-hmm. and bringing like and showing them teaching them uh, different things mm-hmm. about life and I, I feel like they don't get paid enough yeah. uh, yep. for I, that so just thank you for that I, I yeah. kind of agree with that I mean I I never really realized how much went into teaching until I became a full time teacher um, and so it's yeah it's just one of those things that there's so many things that you can do uh, to do better and just to bring it down to a practical level to the kids and just relating with them one on one it's definitely definitely I would say one of the most important jobs uh, that somebody can have just educating them so shout out to Sir Toby in that way I think Sir Toby's also a teacher (laughs) yeah uh, that's awesome very cool thanks for sharing all that Uh, let's jump into some fantasy football questions Uh, Reagan do you want to hit us up with one of those yes uh, this is one of my favorite questions to ask um, the owners so what separates you from the rest of our from the rest of our league? You mean at uh, the bottom? <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. What, what's something that you have that, that separates record. you? Not basically his record. His his record, record does, that does except for but, Killer Miller, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but like like what's some sort of what's your gift at mm-hmm. fantasy football? Like, mm-hmm. are you a good trader? Mm-hmm. Um, are you good at fantasy football? No, mm-hmm. um, but <laughs> kidding. <laughs> but yeah, kind of right, right, absolutely. Um, so. So far, I think I've done all right on my trades. I'm not one that just does a lot of trades, like high quantity, uh, but I feel like I've done a, done a pretty good job uh, on my trades. Um, this year, I felt like I was able to deal Mike Evans at a pretty good time. Uh, I feel like I got pretty good value for him. Um, there was, you know, I just got done trading Todd Gurley. Um, like I said before, I'm not one to just trade in high quantity, not like Sartobi or, or Revrop. Um but I feel like I've done all right with getting getting um, enough quality out of them, or or pulling as much as I can from them. Um, also, maybe another thing that I should just throw out there is I would consider myself a, a pretty persistent player. Um, I've I've been in quite a few leagues where there's always that person at the bottom or two that just always kind of just drops off and just you just don't I mean you're playing against a bunch of people that are inactive or injured or something yeah. like that and and that just bugs the tar out of me <laughs> yeah um, and I don't know that we'll see that in this league at all or not because uh, it seems like everybody's pretty committed um, but yeah that's just in my opinion pretty unacceptable for somebody just to 
let injured people or a bad roster. And and trust me, if if you are inactive, you'll probably get a, a talk from right. from right. Reagan. Oh yeah, the commissioner. I, mean, I think you should. Who's that? I haven't met him yet. River up ten. Yeah, <laughs> uh, you're looking at him. Oh, yeah, right. Forgot about that. It's, it's such a you you like do such a bad job and are so inactive that I just forget that you're. Oh really? Yeah. Okay. You're a terrible. That's coach. my that's my fault. All right, <laughs> step it up. Thanks for talking to me. I'll, yep. I'll step it up. <laughs> uh, all right. Next uh, fantasy football relevant question here. Uh, who is your favorite fantasy football player currently? Currently, all right. Favorite football player currently. Um, on my team or just in general? Nope, just in general. Just uh, in general? Yep. Favorite, okay. if you could have anybody on your team, uh, who would be the first is, person that you would is, pick to be on your team? Favorite fantasy football player? This year or are we dating it back nope. to like... Just currently, like okay. right now. Okay. Who's okay. In, somebody in the league right mm-hmm. now? Mm-hmm. Um, I think Alvin Kamara. Alvin Kamara. I've, I don't know that I've ever really had him on any of my teams, uh, but this, this year he's tearing it up uh, and he just looks really good out on the field and he's, he's been quick and he's um, yeah. I think of all, of all the players, you know, obviously with CMC and Barkley going out this year, uh, Kamara's just taken off. And right now I think he's the running back number one for a reason. Uh, I think of all players that I could, could take, it would definitely be him. Absolutely. Eric, can, can we just ask these last three questions and just, I mean, uh, unless you just want to keep it at two, but yeah, no, let's, let's do it. I think all three of these are kind of important. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. You go for it. Okay. My, well, my question is, um, when are you changing your fantasy football name? And <laughs> Why in the world would you name it? Technicus of speed. Technicus. Big okay. Skin. Do any of you guys know what that means? Absolutely not. Zero no. clue. No. <laughs> All we, right. Hold on. Do we want to know what it means? <laughs> what, what? No, I don't. But okay. what does it mean? And this is going to be mind blowing for you guys. <laughs> All right. Because this is coming from the person in last place. But Technicus means um, like a master or um, it could also mean like a teacher. I think it's a land word. Um, but it means, yeah, somebody that's um, maybe kind of in authority, maybe like a teacher, which there again, that makes no sense coming from somebody that's one in six right now. Um, I think one of my favorite team names I ever saw was Kaleidoscope of Pigskin. So that's kind of where I got the name. Um, do you guys know what Kaleidoscope means? Maybe a little bit more? Maybe. It's kind of Maybe. the same yeah. thing. Okay. I but see. I just thought that was a cool name. I just thought it was a cool name. I Sweet. went with it. And it, well, been getting some hash ever since. It's not very cool to say. <laughs> at least now we know how to say it. Yeah. Right? Um, stumble, a student of the game, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> right. Okay. So uh, this next one here. So uh, if you think about, I'm trying to think of some examples. Uh, the most recent one would be like, uh, so there's, there's big moments in sports that um, I can remember. So the most recent one that I can think of uh, would be Kobe Bryant mm-hmm. uh, when when Kobe Bryant died. I can I could tell you uh, exactly you know where I was, who I was with when Kobe Bryant died. Um, so uh, the question is, do you remember? Uh, because this was such a large event uh, in, in your life. This was pretty big. <laughs> this was huge. Do you remember where you were, who you were with, and what you were doing when you were invited to join? The Chaos League. Oh, okay. I actually, I actually do. I was, oh, nice. I actually do. Yeah. I was at home. I was at home. It was pretty late, maybe nine, ten, and I think you guys were going to have the draft on like 
Monday. Uh, it was like really soon, and you must have been scratching for a player or something like that. <laughs> well, you don't understand how fast this league got together. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And you were, I think you were going to be having the draft like maybe the, the next day, or you're going to start on it just shortly. And I remember I was at home. It was about nine or ten. Uh, so man spurters. Marvin is actually my cousin, and uh, shout out to Marvin. I think that afternoon, sometime he texted me and he's like, "Hey, we got this. We got this fantasy league that's going on." And I think he asked me if I would have any interest. And then uh, that evening, I think uh, Reagan texts or snapped me or something like that. It was like, hey, join in. But yeah, it was about nine or 10 o'clock. I was at home on the couch, hanging out with my family. And I quickly downloaded the app because I'd never done anything with Sleeper before. Uh, signed up. And I think about the next day we started drafting. Wow. Well, there you go. <laughs> It's pretty, it's pretty legit. Uh, Reagan, uh, last question. The last question I have, I think everyone should answer is who's your biggest rival in this league and why? Mm-hmm. Okay. Biggest rival. Um, <laughs> well, right now, Killer Miller is down at the bottom with me. Um, biggest rival. Well, I, I think I would, I'd like to be Reagan. <laughs> um, just to, uh, I don't know. Wait, we've did, been we've been trading did he a little say, bit. Did he say B Reagan or beat, beat Reagan? Beat. Oh, okay. oh I thought he okay. said B Reagan. But <laughs> I think I lost in our first round. I'm not sure exactly what the score was. I think you got me pretty good. I can't believe he just went there. <laughs> I know. This is about to be a big rivalry. (laughs) Reagan, you're a rival with everyone. That's right. Yeah, he is. That's right. He is. I know on our CMC trade, I was picking and clawing for every last thing. And we were, it it was, it was a working process to get that trade done. uh, But we got it done. Um, Yeah. Yeah. That's great. All right. I think that wraps it up uh, for the episode today. Uh, thanks. Thanks, uh, Craig, for joining mm-hmm. us. Thanks for driving up here to, to join us in person. Mm-hmm. And oh. um, yeah, what's up? Also, you had some of uh, what's uh, Victoria's? Uh, uh, Victoria's food. Oh, yes. Is that what food, it's called? Victoria's? Food by Victoria. Food by Victoria. Yeah. Uh, it was what's delicious. What's the rating? Uh, I give it a 10 out of 10. Awesome. Spot on. It, it felt like home to me. I, <laughs> so I live by myself right now in an apartment and uh, I don't always get very good food. It's a lot of cereal and pop tarts and Twinkies. That's pretty much my three go-to things. I was wondering what it looked like. You gained about fifty pounds. <laughs> I actually lost because I hate cooking so much. Oh my goodness! So I lost about ten pounds or so. But uh, that fi- that food by Victoria was delicious. We had some meat and um, cheesy potatoes. Potatoes, oh, Ooh, yeah. delicious. Those are the best. Definitely hit her up if you're from Holmes County. Get some food. Oh, yeah. Hey, uh, well, that's it, guys, uh, for the for the episode this week. It's crazy. Uh, what well, we're past the midpoint of the season now, right? Yep. Yeah, week nine. So right at the midpoint, I guess, with, yep. with the mm-hmm. bye weeks and stuff. But uh, it's been it's been an awesome. Again, I, I feel like I say this every week, but it's been an, it's been an awesome uh, league so far. I can't wait to see um, the standings uh, after this this midway point here. I think we got some special stuff lined up. Maybe some. Um, some special episodes that we're going to hope to try to do here uh, towards as we get towards the end of the year. And so keep on a uh, lookout for those. Uh, other than that, uh, we will see you guys next time. And thanks for joining in.